With your Amex card, entertainment benefits like special ticket access and pre-sales to select can't miss events while supplies last, make every tap music to your ears. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? Tread confidently in winter's worst with a set of new tires from Tire Rack. They sell only the best, like the full line of Vredestein Tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. That's TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to you or one of over 10,000 recommended installers. That's TireRack.com, TireRack.com, TireRack.com. The way tire buying should be. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Signing up and playing is so easy. Simply sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you can get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matter more than ever. Place your money line, prop, and parlay bets with the king of sports books today. Sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets. If you don't win your first bet, that's right, up to $1,500. Again, sign up using code Buckeye and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. 21 plus in President, Ohio, subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER in partnership with MGM Northfield Park. That's 1-800-GAMBLER. This is the best of the Jason Smith Show on Fox Sports Radio. On the day of the great Twitter purge. It was that day for 24 hours, the purge. You think Twitter timed it? Hey, we're going to purge all these Russian bots off of Twitter just to time it around the release of the new Purge movie. It seemed like a, a wasted opportunity here. He could have hit rewind yeah, like what, and who, done it a week ago. Like who does you the, might have you might yeah. as well have just synced it up and taken their cash. Like what what car company does the Rogue and they teamed up with Rogue One when it came out? Like that's brilliant. The Nissan Rogue. Yeah, yeah Nissan, right. Okay. So I mean, why, that's just why it. Get you some, do that? some lasers and special effects and it makes it looks like like you're Driving some kind of fantastic car. Because you know how much I love the Purge movies. I haven't seen the new one yet. You know, but take, I heard the new one is is next level. Yeah, but here's the thing. It's from my hometown. It takes place on Staten Island. How about that? So I'm going to see people I grew up with getting purged, which is pretty cool. Do you think they just cast them? I, I, yeah, oh, hey, are you local? You want to be in a movie? Oh, you know what I would say? What I do you got to do? You got to run like hell. I'd say, listen, here's some people. Or hide I, really well. Here's people I knew in my high school. 
put them in the Purge movie. Let's make it for real. Whoa. No, oh, sorry. Is that too soon? You can't do that. It's too soon, Didn't I tell bro. you about a guy we know joking about sending it takes poisons through the mail no, I would never to other radio hosts? Didn't we talk about what that, what kind of problem that was? Yeah, and now you're talking problem. about killing your oh, friends? My God. I didn't do say, it. No, I didn't say my friends. I, no, no, I, did, I didn't say. Well, you implied that there were people you knew. I'm going to say friends because if we say enemies, now you've really issued a threat. So at least if they're friends, you could say, hey, I just wanted to... You know, goose them and get them a little scared. No, if you say, "Hey, these are guys I hated in high school." Now you're really talking about taking people no. out, and that's problematic, Jason no, Smith. Well, you know, it's kind of it's. I would kind of be like a reunion. You know, I would get to show up and see people. What are you going to be the last guy they see? What are you, you know, President Good Snow walking you. over, and Good. now you're looking like Donald Sutherland going, "Hello." Good to see you. Know the purge is starting soon. Yeah, I'm coming for you. Yeah, I'm coming for you. No, yeah, yeah, I had, you. you had a good run. Is yeah. that how, is that your tagline? Would that be your? No, that would be, be my tagline. Tag <laughs> so you would shoot somebody in the purge, and then you would, and, and they would go, "What happened?" And they would cut to you with a smoking gun, and you go, "You had a good run." He had a good run. That would be no. Be, there's be no question tagline. about it. That's it. And I would argue with you and go, "What do you mean he had a good run? It's the purge." But today, no, but if was... he got to the forties, I mean, that's <laughs> you know, some thugs aren't so lucky. Yeah, purge Staten Island. I'm looking forward to seeing a lot of places that I grew up on. <laughs> they didn't call it purge they, Staten Island. They, they should have called it purge, <laughs> purge Staten Island. City Field. <laughs> hey, you know what? We got to get everybody to the ballpark. See the Staten Island Yankees. Is what it is. You got to get off the yep. island. You got to get someplace else. But we already saw City Field used in Sharknado. Oh, that's true. Yeah, remember City when Field they were got, swinging the baseball yeah, bats? It happened because it was it bat did. day at the ballpark. Yep, or it did. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. No. But hey, not, the last one's coming up here pretty soon. Yeah. Now, now it's Staten. Now it's the Staten Island Yankees. That's it's all a bunch of. I'm looking forward to all the great landmarks of Staten. Yeah, Island. but that gets rid of all the prospects that you keep complaining about. <laughs> See, how about that? All those Yankee prospects won't be able to become real Yankees yeah, if they get lost in the purge. They all live on Staten Island because it's the cheapest borough of all the five to live on. That's well, the home of sanitation. That's right. A lot of landfill. Oh, I'll tell you what, the that purge. place stinks. That's what they would do. There are, <laughs> yes, there are, trash there are many parts of Staten Island that, that, that really don't smell good. But if you had the purge there, it's, yeah, okay, we're just going to put them right there. Then we go. It's the Poop purge. Fest. But purge Twitter today. Yeah. Everybody lost followers. Because of the great Twitter purge, Twitter announced this the other day saying, hey, we're going to purge accounts of bots, Russian bots, that are following people. And to see the number of followers that some people have lost is just mind-blowing because you know they're buying from the wrong companies. Because you know that you know it's going to hurt their, their image. I saw Ray Lewis lost over 300,000 followers on Twitter. He lost like half his Twitter followers. That's a rough run. He lost like half of them. I lost about, I lost about 500. And the Mets oh, lost it should have been more. You know that. how many it I lost? More. Zero. Really? It means any? if people cared, they follow. No, it's good. I, I, uh, but I haven't hit the radar enough for bots to come. No, find no, me. no. You have what's called Twitter integrity. I do. That's who you have. Your Twitter integrity. We know, we know is very a lot high. of people that lost. Lost hundreds of, of thousands. thousands. Yes. And I love everybody on Twitter who thinks it's some kind of political scheme. Hey, has anybody on the left or right lost the fault number of followers that I, I tweeted out something about Trump or I tweeted out something about Obama? How did I lose these fights? like, oh, my God, dude, you're stupid. You're on Twitter and you don't know. I didn't know how many I was going to lose. I was, I'm all right. All right, five, all right, 500. All right, that's Just fine. Just as long as you know that you hadn't Man. at some point run your credit card to buy a bunch of people. <laughs> yeah, how much money did that cost you? <laughs> Did you take money? Do you think if I was buying followers, I'd buy more than five hundred? <laughs> you know what I mean. I gotta, I gotta buy five hundred. followers. That means followers. you really only shook out a couple of nickels because they come pretty cheap in packs of ten thousand. See, but are, I looked into it at one point because it was kind of funny. But just because I saw a couple of people I know suddenly had hundreds of thousands, I go, "What the hell did you do?" But it's, it's <laughs> but I, I gotta think Twitter followers for anybody in our business, whatever it is in sports, it, it's a very big deal because 
whenever I and, and there's times where I've talked to my agent or, or about you know particular jobs and certain jobs and stuff, and they would say things like, "Well, here's a job they're just gonna take the person, you know, the the reality show contestant with the most Twitter followers." And it's like that's that's how they they look into that so deeply for how many for for that's such a big deal is that hey look at the Twitter followers have because they think oh if you have that many followers they're all going to watch our television you know show what if I got credit else. for the takes that I've had on this show alongside you and what we've done at night that gets that shows up twenty four hours later somewhere else yeah I'd have all those hundreds of thousands of Twitter oh that'd be pretty cool because people would recognize where those original thoughts came oh, from. oh no that no but they don't do that. No, it no, doesn't, no, it doesn't it quite doesn't work happen. that way. Every day it happens to us, buddy. Every day it happens. Yeah, but you know what? I, I like to entertain the masses. I know. And then if my message gets out, you know, I'd at least like a story by it. <laughs> I, almost, I almost look at this like... Script doctoring. Whatever you want to call wow, it. Wow, script doctor, Mike Harmon. Well, that's kind of what we do, don't we? <laughs> uh, we're live from the Geico Studios where 15 <laughs> minutes can save you 15% or more in car insurance, more info. Visit Geico.com. Now, I'm, I'm going to start having to call out people just by name going, hey, thanks, Blank, for stealing our take from Especially last Especially when night. you I call a that. Blank. That's good. Yeah, I, well, <laughs> I, you know, it depends. As, you know, sometimes it, it, it's a dicey situation when you see that. But I look at the whole the, the purge of, of Twitter followers. It's like I, I, I feel like in Major League Baseball and in, in different sports, we just know that performance-enhancing drugs – people just find better ones yeah. that don't show up on tests. Right. No, and it's sure. the ones who take the bad ones that you know aren't smart enough to get caught. I feel it's like that for Twitter, that everybody that you see, the crazy number of Twitter followers they have, they have some kind of program that all exists for putting you on things to get you out there and get you and get your, your sure. Twitter followers mm-hmm. noticed. And I feel like if you're in a if you have a good company, then you're not going to get dinged by this. But you have a bad company that you trust, then you're going to get dinged and people know, oh, you're buying followers. Or maybe did you not only buy followers, but you bought someone on the inside. Oh. So they reprogrammed and reconfigured your account. Uh. So those are not detected when yours gets run. Because I know How about that. Because I know that exists. I, I know for a fact. Because when, when I was at NFL, we did uh, a thing with, um, uh, what was it? Google, Google Play. The no, Hangouts. Google Play, Google Hangouts, are, yeah. yeah. And suddenly they had what's called circles on Google Hangouts. I'm like, oh my god, okay, so it's Google Hangouts. And suddenly that we're we're doing stuff with with Google, and I'm I'm up to like five hundred thousand. I'm in five hundred thousand circles. circles. Yeah, yeah. And I go, how do I have five hundred? I'm not doing. I'm barely posting. How do I have this? And then it ran out. Our you know the time of our sponsor doing this stuff because the season ended. And boom, well, you I your, stopped. Yeah, I stopped, stopped getting, getting Google push. Hangout people right. like right away. So I know it exists. So you know it exists there for people to do it. It's just you have to have the right. You have to be really confident. It's like in a plastic surgeon too. You got to have the right plan. You know, don't go to certain people's plastic don't surgeon. Don't go to Mickey Rourke's. Don't go. No, no. And there's some other people. I'm like, oh my god. But I just thought I'd pick him out because we were watching a little bit of Iron Man sure. two earlier. Uh, so you know he was there. But you, I mean, yeah. you got to make sure you pick out the right one. So if you're going to do that and buy followers, make sure you pick out the right ones. It's that important. And that's one to grow on. Twitter at how about a fresca? Mike at swollen. Twitter follower numbers. Mike at Swollen Dome. <laughs> Please uh, boost my numbers. <laughs> meanwhile, as we continue the great Twitter purge, I wish I could make a movie about the Twitter purge. We I don't could. know if it be that interesting. Well, someone just wrote us saying uh, David says that the USA Networks is doing a 10-part TV series now Te- on tw- of the purge. Oh, oh, the movie. I thought you meant the Twitter. F- I'm like, wow, the Twitter purge. No, no, no but they're creating a, a, ten, a 10-part yeah, purge. It was quick. So maybe the Twitter purge is part of that. That was quick. It was fast. Hey, we, yeah. they're already on it. Ten part. 
Yeah. See, we should have patented that idea. No, well, I mean, we, we did, idea. and someone heard it, and they had green green light power, and, and they just took it. Meanwhile, earlier today, we found out that Charles Oakley was hanging out with Justin Frostberg at a casino in Las Vegas because the former Knicks big man was arrested and accused of a fraudulent act in a oh, gaming no. establishment. Now, it sounds really bad. It is bad. But like, The last fraud we had was you, not showing up to a Blaze pizza. That was you, LeBron yeah. James perpetrating a fraud on my, on on my, you. On my yeah. neighborhood, yes. But when you hear a fraudulent act in a gaming establishment, you're thinking Stormy Daniels. It's like, no, no. Basically, Charles Oakley was accused of cheating while he was gambling on Sunday morning. Details aren't readily available, but TMZ reported that Oakley pulled back a $100 chip after he realized he was going to lose his wager. So what he did was he saw whatever he was playing. I don't know. Maybe, you know, was it Nick Summer League maybe? Oh, wait, let me pull that back. Let me, let me pull that $100 chip. So whatever he was gambling on, he tried to pull a $100 chip back, probably stealthily. They caught him, and now... He could be facing like one to six years in jail. It's a Class B felony How for Charles that? Oakley. We're going to have to free Charles Oakley again. I mean, this has become a common thing here on this well, show. Well, but that's it. Now it's a pattern. Right? That's the problem. Now, now you're a chronic agitator with a guy with, See, what, $46 million in career earnings or thereabouts? I thought you were going to say but, 46 million Twitter uh, followers. Every hundred counts. He might have. Yeah. yeah, no, no. that's how you get rich is you keep your hundred. <laughs> Uh, this wasn't adding, which is past posting, and we can get in all the terminology with Todd Furman a little later on tonight, but trying to get his $100 back because he knew the outcome and thought he was slick. This is what makes me mad about the story, is that this makes James Dolan look good by proxy. Ooh. Because now, Oakley looks like the guy who, oh, I got in a fight at MSG. Okay, it's great to take Charles Oakley's side against James Dolan. All right, great. But now, oh, now here he's gambling in a casino and tries to pull back a $100 chip. Oh, great. Now, now it makes James Dolan look good. And that upset, because I'm walking around today and he's going, nah, I'm going to write a song about this and play it tonight. It's called The Devil Went Down to Las Vegas. I'm going to play a song. You ready? All right, Fizdale, give me a beat. Ready, and a one, and a two, and a three. Oh, yeah, you got to play drums for the first six months while you're the Knicks coach, too. Yeah, you got to do both those things. Here we go. And a three, and a four, and a. So oh, that you're makes screwed, me Jason. You're screwed. Why he's am I never screwed? selling the Knicks anymore oh. now that he's looking good. But yeah, one to six years in prison. That seems excessive. Well, for playing a hundred dollar chip back. But I guess you go into the odds and you start going into what constitutes a felony versus just a, you know a misdemeanor. And when we're talking about gaming infractions, I'd be curious as to where that line of demarcation is. Now we actually have audio. We do of. What happened to Charles Oakley when they caught him cheating and took him into the back room before he was arrested? Okay. You want to hear it? Of course it's, I do. It's very graphic. Ooh. It's not for everybody. Sensitive ears. All right. So Be just, careful. This is this is what happened as, to Charles Oakley. As we're in the Geico studios, this sometimes gets a little dicey. Yeah, so you want to take a listen, but I warn you, this is not for the faint of heart. Hey, hey, what are you doing? Ah! There it is. That's it. Cheater's justice. Oh, God. Oh. There you go. No! He's never no! going to shoot a basketball. No, no. I saw you shuffling your checks with your right hand. Can you do that with both hands? No. Can't do it with both hands? No, sir. Can you do it with your left hand? Oh, I, I never tried. So you were right. Y yeah. No! No! Oh! 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 Just got robbed by my landlord, Marvin. Oh, that's, that's a, that's a, I think that's enough justice for Charles Oakley. He'll, I mean, he's, he's going to be taking fadeaway lefty jumpers in the big three now. Yeah, that's tough. That's not, you're not going to be able to shoot with that right hand for a while.
Well, that's all right. He can He's still for muscle bit. people off mm. with one arm. Ugh. You know, and I say this, that one to six years is tough. This is coming from a guy who was actually not kicked out of a casino, but I was kicked off a table once. But you I were kicked do, off a table? I what did, were you I, doing? No, Another I, felony. No, no, oh I didn't do goodness. anything. I didn't do Are anything. Are you sure? It was the Super Bowl in uh, New Orleans, 97, Packers and the Patriots. Brett Favre and, and you know, beat, mm-hmm. beat the Patriots. And a bunch of us, I was do, I was doing, uh, pr- I was producing TV back then for Fox Sports, and a bunch of us were playing uh, blackjack on uh, at one table. A bunch of us friends, and the girl who was sitting next to us, who we're friends with, was so hammered. Were and you the she, counter? And no, no. And we're playing, and she starts reaching over the line to grab to grab at the cards when you know oh, I want to see, I want to see this, and we're going, stop! You can't do that! You can't do that! And finally, the pit boss comes over and says, "That's it! I caught you! All you guys off the table! Out!" We were like, "Oh my god!" We just so I, I I think they tried to kick us out of the casino, but we just kind of maneuvered our way around and went to other tables. But I got kicked off a table once because the girl that? next to me was trying to put her hand over the line of demarcation and and, and look at cards when you guys were working together. Oh, it's crazy! We're counting cards. We're counting cards. We're counting cards. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio and the iHeart Radio app. Cheaters justice. Oh, God. Oh. There you go. He can kiss the big three goodbye. <laughs> hey, he can kiss the JBA goodbye. Forget about that. No, that that's never, how you get people fired up, though. Never shooting hoops again. <laughs> right. Yeah. Sometimes you need some rogues in your, listen in your what, mitts. Listen what happened to Charles Oakley after he gets caught cheating. Oh, by the way, World Series of Poker down to their final table as well. That's true. Big day for gambling, both legally and illegally. Well, it, money's flowing. That's good. Good for the economy. All right. So I've come up with our idea before before we get to Demar Derozan. Yeah. Okay. Maybe deleting and departing. Aha. Uh-huh. Here's our idea for the Purge Twitter movie. Okay. Right? Okay. The Purge Twitter movie. Twitter announces their purge. Right. They're getting rid of 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 followers for people. So everybody sees, right. sees their followers drop. You know, all the way down. Yep. But at the same time. An anonymous mogul announces an offer, a billion dollars, to the first person who gets a billion Twitter followers. And here's the rub. When you kill somebody, you get their Twitter followers. Oh, so patent how about pending, that? patent pending, how about patent pending. For, how about that for a movie? But here's the I thing, like though. That. Everybody yeah. would be going for the Kardashians. Uh, yeah, well, maybe it's maybe they're in the movie. Oh. It, it's got. It's, Maybe it be, it's like our '80s cruise no, movie, it, just no, taken a, into no, a whole no, no. other Here's world. Here's the thing. I'm don't. I don't want to get dark. This is like a. This is like a Sharknado type movie where maybe the Kardashians are actually in it, and you right. know oh, you, that, that actually happens. You know that would be the Twitter purge movie. Well, exactly. hopefully they get taken out. Yeah. Yeah, you would see that, like the card, the Kardashians, Paris Hilton, uh, and and well, let's well, Nicole Trump's, Ritchie. Trump's got like a hundred million. Nicole Richie, yeah, they're all holed up, and you know, and people are trying to get to them, and they're trying to hold everybody off, and suddenly they're fighting back. I can that's dig a that movie. though. That's like a shift of power because everybody would go in for the celebrities the whole time. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. That's what they would do. Yeah, they're not going to go. Yeah, yeah. Bieber's would... throwing eggs at people. Oh. Sh- <laughs> Stay away from my house. <laughs> I like that. Stuff. I like what you're thinking. That's how you do. You get their Twitter followers. Next level. I, I don't know how you would get them, but you would, but you would get them somehow. Now I don't. I don't know. I don't know what you would do. No, no. Like you remember that movie In Time with Justin Timberlake, where you, you know everybody had time. Oh, and sure. If you if you if you beat somebody like in a in that ha- in that arm wrestling thing, you yeah, can you just get to their, steal time. their time. Yeah, you steal their time. You steal their time. Something like that, where you get somebody's Twitter followers and and you. Uh, 
I like yeah. what you're oh, saying. Oh, I like that. Yeah, yeah, that's yeah. That's a good yeah, one, yeah. right? Yeah, you, you, you do the phone Put thing. Put your phone up to their phone. Yes, yes, that's how you do it. Oh, that tight shirt. Let's do this, baby. Y- you know what? You just made like like one Let's quarter get on. of 1% of yeah, the Yeah, this is like a billion dollar movie. Let's go. That's a great idea. I like that. Your phone goes up to the other person's phone. When is Ferrante coming in? A Sharknado's coming up soon. Ferrante's We got to call in. him. Yeah. All right, we got to get him to come in here. Let's get him on the horse. This is a big idea now. I yeah. like that idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I feel like we always give him our ideas, and he just runs off with them and makes a lot of money. So I'm not so sure when he's coming back. There, in. there is some question there. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, the last Sharknado, it's about time, is yeah. the, the one that comes out a little later here this summer. All right, he's August nineteenth. He always spends time with us in studio, so we got we got some time to get him to get him going on that. So I, th- I think that'll All right, work let's, out. Okay. Let's start start working that. Didn't time we in the tell him to cast Ian Ziering? Uh, that was oh, our idea. Yeah, Ian Ziering could be. Yeah, we did. We told him. And we said, no, no, don't call it. D- you know, listen, don't call it Sharkapalooza. Call it Sharknado. And then it came out pretty good. Yeah, we we had Tara Reid as well. That mm-hmm. was ours. Yeah. And you know what the next one's got to be? Sharknado Land Shark. It's got to be somehow where the sharks are on land and there's some kind of genetic mutation and the sharks are on land killing. I, I mean, like really, that. That's it. And he I talks mean, like Jabber Jaws. <laughs> and the sharks take out LeBron's moral, right? <laughs> He's sitting there painting it over with little the little shark fins, just painting over. I like the way you think. Yes, (laughs) boy, I feel like this is this is we're just like brainstorming all kinds of billion dollar ideas today, buddy. I like it. I like it. I like it. But speaking of social media, and no, it's it's not it's not Jaws. Are you sure though? It's not Jaws. It's pretty suspenseful. It's Jaws is very suspenseful. This is different. It's other shark movies. Um, Demar Derozan may or may not be headed out of Toronto. Oh, by the way, saw a Jurassic World today. Yeah. Just let me tell you this really quick because it's very important. I always want to give you good advice. on. I've seen it. Let's hear it. Uh, What you expected. Yeah. If you ever need to teach the definition of uninterested or not having fun, if you ever know somebody that doesn't understand really what being uninterested is or someone not having fun with that is have them watch the movie and pay attention to Chris Pratt because he he acts like the last place in the world he wants to be is doing this movie. There are moments. He's just yeah. his, his entire movie he's just like I really don't want to be here, but I signed up to I had to do the sequel cuz I wanted to be in the first one and so now I had to sign up for that. He's so going through the motions. I can't wait to see him in the third one. Oh my oh my god. He's he's going to say kill me off early. That's what he'll say. Kill me off early in, in, in the third one, and then, you know, I'm just going to go. Can he just be replaced by The Rock, and we could just be just finish it? Uh, yeah, The Rock and Jimmy Smits. Let's bring both of them in, and then that, and that could do when it. When Jimmy Smits comes calling, that's a beautiful thing. <laughs> uh, but a very weird day today involving Kawhi Leonard and DeMar DeRozan. Reports come out, Vegas odds on the favorite to land Kawhi Leonard has now drawn the Toronto Raptors as the new favorite at plus 200 to obtain Kawhi Leonard in a related story. Now, and this is, you know, now we got to deal with fake shams because we deal with fake woes and now we can deal with fake shams because there was a fake report earlier today uh, that said that Toronto agreed to a deal with the Spurs. It was Kawhi Leonard for DeRozan, Kyle Lowry, um, first round pick. I think, and that, that started to make, make the, make the rounds a little bit. And then DeMar DeRozan completely wiped off his Instagram account. Just complete, vip, 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 did a did a shark get rid of LeBron's mural thing. And completely well, he just got had rid Twitter take care of his Instagram yeah, account while they were at it. Oh, man. Oh, apparently it's all bots for DeMar DeRozan. 
So now conspiracy theorists and, and investigative reporters are trying to put together, hey, did he hear something? Did he see the fake report? Does he know that he's being dangled, that he would be the guy that would have to go back in exchange for Kawhi Leonard? It's a very big deal. So now DeMar DeRozan is now at the center of this huge controversy. Well, and they had to take odds off the board. Yeah. It's, as if that were telling information. Look, DeRozan is someone who completely threw up on himself in the playoffs against the Cavaliers. That was his chance to become the superstar that everybody expected to be. You get paid max money, you can't come through and play like he did. He was benched at one point. He got was benched awful. for a long stretch. It was awful for him. Had the post game in game three, just like Dwayne Casey, of, hey, we got one more. And they played like it that game four and got swept out by the Cavaliers and put up no resistance whatsoever. He would have to go most likely to make to make the trade mad, to make the trade work with salaries and everything else. He would he would almost have to go. And if you bring Kawhi to the Raptors, that makes the most sense in the world for him because he can still go like he enjoys San Antonio, but now here would be Toronto. It's Canada's team. He would be treated like a hero. He'd be a guy that could blend in. He would be treated well everywhere he went because that's, you know, look, Canada, they they treat their heroes better there unless you're the captain of the Montreal Canadiens, in which case then all they do is just pummel you with stuff. But they would treat him wonder. He wouldn't have to worry about bad press. wouldn't have to worry about people writing bad columns about him. It it's a It's a big city in Canada's capital, but it would still have that smaller town feel to him, and it would make Toronto the number two team in the East behind Boston because the Sixers didn't get better. And and as you know, I'm not a big fan that Ben Simmons is going to increase his game. They know how to play, and the guy can't take a jump shot. Is Markel Fultz going to be any good? Nobody really knows. But this takes a Toronto team that ran away with the East last year, and you're exchanging DeMar DeRozan for Kawhi Leonard? Watch out. I mean, suddenly they number two with a bullet behind the Boston Celtics right there. This would make all the sense in the world for this year. And then, hey, maybe Kawhi loves it so much. Everybody loves, 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 loves Kawhi. All the fan interactions would be great. And then he might stay. Guy who's played in big moments has been to the top and now has the chance in the East to to be one of the most sought-after and highly visible players in the game. Because, let's face it, everybody's playing for scraps in the West with LeBron, mural or not. Be sure to catch live editions of the Jason Smith Show weeknights at 11 p.m. Eastern, 8 p.m. Pacific. Well, I like, unlike many people, I like when people are petty. I I like seeing that petty to see what people are really about. Because there's times I'm petty, (laughs) you know? I don't want to be petty, but there's sometimes I feel like, you know, I want to be petty here. I like the pettiness. And what's going on right now between Terrell Owens and the Hall of Fame just is petty with a capital P, capital E, small T, capital T, small Y. It was last week when T.O. announced, I'm not going to make, not going to be a part of the Hall of Fame induction ceremonies, not going to do it at all. I'm going to have my own ceremony at University of Tennessee Chattanooga, where I was a star, open to the public. I'm going to give a speech then because he's so mad at the NFL for making him wait so long to get into the Hall of Fame. We've said it many times. T.O. should reconsider this is going to be a positive moment for him. No one's going to walk around snickering behind his back and hating on him. He's going to get the gold jacket. It's going to be an awesome time for him. But he wants to be petty. Hall of Fame announces today they're not going to acknowledge Terrell Owen during enshrinement weekend. The executive director, Joe Horrigan, said the focus is on the guys who are here. 
There's no reason to bring him up as an individual. He's not here. The analogy they make is that when someone decides to boycott graduation in high school, they don't mention his name. They don't mention his diploma. They just move on with the ceremony. It's the same thing. Yeah, no, I get it. Yeah, I, sure. I, I, Participation I, uh, trophy in many high schools versus the Hall of Fame, but sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you made it through four years. You made it through an NFL We career. pushed you through because we didn't want to look at you anymore. Here's a diploma. Get out. Versus, hey, you're one of the elite. <laughs> hey, here's Mike Harmon for No Kid Left Behind, and that's one to grow on. Calling it what it is, man. College diploma mills, high schools do the same. <laughs> Tell me you didn't have a bunch of guys that you were executing in the purge earlier. That was that, a movie, though. Yeah, that but either way, think back to their academic progress. Yeah, yeah no, no. Yeah, yeah, there were a few of those guys that didn't probably. Uh, uh, yeah, there was nobody jealous of me that was smarter than me. I, everybody <laughs> was smarter than me. I'm like, yeah, you're smarter than I am. That, that's okay. I mean, I'm a little bit better looking. You know, I, I got the, I got the did savvy. You, did you sign the kid I got in the, the yearbooks? No, I wasn't the kid back then. I was only, I was, I wasn't, I, I hadn't become the kid yet. They put a picture of a backward baseball kid. No, I was one of those people that did not peak in high school. I can, I can say with, without a doubt, I did not peak in high school. That was not my time. But this is double pettiness between CEO and the Hall of Fame. Right? This is so ridiculous. This is this is awesome. But here's what I would do if you really want to win this. If you're the Hall of Fame, I go a step further. Okay. I go, I go over the top. I have exhibits for T.O. I have people that are going to give testimonies for him, mentioning his name. I'm having the executive director stand up and saying, and how about for our absent enshrinee, Terrell Owens, let's have a big round of applause for T.O. Let's go show a three-minute highlight reel of all those great things. I go over the top. With including him, why? Because that's how you win this battle back and forth. See, I really because thought you were going to bring out the uh, the guys from Jackal, and he was going to have a chainsaw and take his head off the block. No, oh, that'd be pretty cool. Exactly. You're not going to get this bust anymore. You're done. Because the image right now is that here's the Hall of Fame being petty. To was petty before, but now here's the Hall of Fame going. Now you now you're being petty back. But if you would just act. Like it's business as usual. Do a normal day. Yeah. Just say, yeah, we're doing our normal Hall of Fame thing. And I'm sure his name will come up. That's how the day goes. And you look like you're the bigger person. And T.O. winds up looking worse in respect. That's how you play it if you're the Hall of Fame. But no, you want to be petty and play this and go, ah, we're just not going to mention him. Ah, your move, Terrell Owens. Oh, yeah, what if I bring everybody from Tennessee Chattanooga and we storm that place? Oh, yeah? Oh, we're going to have people up out with, with bows and arrows ready to stop. I mean, just say, oh, well, he's doing. we're going to have a normal day. He's one of our enshrinees. He's going to have a bust in the Hall of Fame. Act like it's not that big a deal. And that's the biggest thing in life where you can win any kind of one-on-one -on -one battle with somebody. If somebody acts one way towards you, if you act like it's not that big a deal, they wind up looking bad. Instead, the Hall of Fame decides, oh, yeah, we're going to make it really bad because we're really upset that he dissed the Hall of Fame. Now, now you look bad. You had a chance to win. And now you're losing. You didn't have to do anything. The story was over. T.O. made his his statement, which means everybody that voted in the Hall of Fame process at minimum tweeted about it. At most went on TV, did three minutes, you know, decrying what he lobbied for and why they voted for him. And now being mad that they did or writing an 800 word column or going on and on that. You had the moment where he was the villain. Let him stay the villain. You know, it's a Hall of Fame. It's it's a museum. I don't, you know, dismiss what it takes to get in there and the voting process and 
And yes, only a handful of guys get in each year. Let's call it what it is. It's a museum celebrating the game. Put Terrell Owens in, put his bust up, acknowledge him at the beginning, saying, hey, we welcome our Hall of Fame. You don't have to mention him but once. Put him no, on the program just, and move on. Mention him, and Terrell Owens, clap, 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 move on. It's or not or you can introduce him like he's going to give a speech and then he doesn't show up. He's here. And they, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, we forgot. <laughs> Here's live via closed circuit television from Tennessee, Chattanooga, unless we're not. And then they have a concert of somebody else. Maybe it's Jackal again. I don't know. Well, you, can, you keep bringing up Jackal, man. That's, that's only twice. Uh, that's that's no, but that's twice in like the last like three minutes. It's a good move. That's I mean, we actually brought up Jackal. The chainsaw the other was night a good move, show. though. It was a good move in in honor of the purge. Yes, it's perfect to bring up a chainsaw <laughs> act. But no, the best thing nobody really kills anybody in the purge movies with chainsaws. We had a chainsaw in the casino it's clip. A, well, yeah. They're, so that's what got no, my head. No, that was that, what, what? What are you doing? That was Charles Oakley being brought in the back room. What are you doing, man? Well, it was a casino. Stop pulling the curtain down. No, it was a casino. Tight shirt. You got it. We got it. We got to pull Harmon in the well, back. Yeah, I didn't say anything yeah. wrong. All right, very good. It was in the casino uh, clip. You added with Charles Oakley. That's it. There's the bit. Are you from the casino? I'm from a casino. Good enough. Let's go. <laughs> You're done in this town. <laughs> Fox Sports Radio has the best sports talk lineup in the nation. Catch all of our shows at foxsportsradio.com and within the iHeartRadio app. One of the best free agents left on the market is no longer on the market. Isaiah Thomas has agreed to join the New York Isaiah Thomas. <laughs> Wait, which Isaiah Thomas has returned to the Knicks? I'm sorry. I just gave <laughs> Knicks fans a conniption. <laughs> oh, no! Phil, Phil, go to sleep. Phil. Hello. Phil, go to sleep. Someone has to match the style. Oh, oh there he is. Two things. Oh, okay, Phil, are you done? No. All right. Can you wait for a couple minutes till we finish the story? Mm-hmm. All right, he's back. There you go. Isaiah Thomas has agreed to a one-year deal with the Los Angeles Lakers. Isaiah Thomas has agreed to a one-year deal. Cleveland! No. Would have given them that scorer sure. that they needed, though, sure. <laughs> talking about the Lakers. Uh, except for the fact LeBron hates him. Uh, well, there's that, too. Isaiah Thomas, one year, $2 million, to the Denver Nuggets. Remember, the Nuggets were uh, a rumored destination for LeBron for about six minutes. Yeah, and they said, well, if we can't get LeBron, we'll get Isaiah. To- oh, one year, $2 million, the veterans minimum. To the D-League. Yeah. The oh, Statistically, wow. the worst defensive player in a quarter century uh, during yeah. his tenure. Yeah, no, he's with not, the Cavaliers not good year. defensively. That's the Mile High G League. <laughs> <laughs> wow, they were almost in the playoffs. So, almost. So wait, but you know what? You know, Frostburg, <laughs> you're hateful. Isaiah Thomas played fine for the Lakers last year. He looked pretty year good. He was, there. he was fine. Has there ever been an athlete that cost himself more money ever? Oh. Remember he, when he was backing up the Brinks truck? I mean, just think about this. This is two years ago. Isaiah Thomas averaged almost 30 points a game for the Celtics, right? He was going to get a $100 million contract. Well, he's now the poster child for don't do anything to doctors. Oh. he's, he's I mean, po- like Kawhi Leonard is going out of his playbook. He's a poster child for don't come back too soon from That's an injury. That's right. He could have gotten a hundred million dollar. He was there. He was one of the top five players in the NBA two years ago, and he went through an incredibly arduous ordeal. Remember, his sister died, and he still stayed with the Celtics and played in the playoffs. Yeah, playing through the through he the was, injury, playing through pain, and became a legend because of his stature and and the scoring average and those big moments. He was a max guy, but he tears his labrum. It's eight or nine months of rehab. 
The Celtics trade him to the Cavaliers. He never meshes well. He winds up having to get traded to the Lakers, who use him coming off the bench for some instant offense. And now here he is one year, $2 million. I mean, this is a stunning fall. For, I mean, I mean, two years ago, that's the kind of year he had. I know it seems like forever and a day ago, but two years ago, Isaiah Thomas was that good. In two years, his value went down $100 million. That's how much his value. And now, just think about it. If, if the, the rules around now, he's $35 million a year if it's two years ago. He comes off that year and he's healthy. He's okay. At least one year, $35 million. Now he's one year, $2 million. It's insane that that's how much money he's lost in that short of time. Now, some of it's due to injury, which absolutely, but a lot of it also is due to the fact that he did himself no favors. He did himself no favors by going to Cleveland and trying to become a spokesman for the Cavaliers when he was there for all of five minutes. And that's Isaiah Thomas's issue is that he likes to talk. He loves to talk. He loves to talk to the media, loves to talk to anybody, which is great. But when you talk a lot, you have to realize that thing. all you got to do is say one thing that you don't think through, you don't think clear enough, and that becomes a very big deal, and that turns your teammates off. When he talked about the losing and the attitude in Cleveland, it's like, dude, we, we're coming off winning the title, and you're, you're, you're giving us this here now, you're done. So now he, watch, he washes out of Cleveland, and then he's with the Lakers in a backup role, and look at him now. He, he's a guy that his defensive limitations were obviously apparent in Cleveland and with the Lakers as Luke Walton's trying to instill a more defensive outlook and, and approach. And now and and now look at him. I well, mean, there's, so a, there's that there's that big part of it as well. There's a bunch that falls out too. Remember with Cleveland he was also pointing out when his defensive liability and, and what he was doing detrimental to the team and people were citing stats. He was quick to point out, kind of like LeBron would, uh, hey, they were bad before I got here. So don't blame me. So very quickly making sure he was taking down the rest of his squad with him. But even when he was in Boston after that year, and it was the debate of him talking about the Brinks truck and back it up because I need all this extra cash and everything else, we talked about it on, on air, and it was very clear that there had been issues in the past. You don't bounce around when you're that good, right? When you go through that number of teams – there's a question about you. You need you need a little more prove it time than perhaps what you saw in his elevation with Boston. It's like your guy Cespedes when he showed up with the yeah. Mets. There were so many pieces to his journey before he showed up in mm -hmm. New York that is like you don't know what you're getting. Like it's a buyer beware after a while when you bounce between three four teams. Now when Sacramento is one of the teams on the list, you get a bit of a hall pass <laughs> for anything bad that transpired there. But now you're hey, looking Cespedes at a, never played for the Kings, all right? Him and Vladi never, no, had, I, I get never it. had cigarettes. No, together. they never got to smoke. I mean, can you together, imagine what that scene would be? Never Cespedes, got to share a pig together. Cespedes no, I know. And Vladi having cigarettes together. Oh, my God. What's this haze over the city of Sacramento? Has something happened? Has something been detonated? No, it's just Cespedes and Vladi hanging out having cigarettes. Keep a company. No, I mean, there's, there's a lot to it, right? Because you look at his stats, people can say, well, how can he not get a bigger deal? Well, that hip is suspect. Yep. You go back to his stature and a lot of other things there that were already check boxes against him before. But scoring almost 16 points a game off the bench for the Lakers, that's going to be dismissed as, well, you just came in and chucked up 16 points a game for a bad team. So the, your contribution there is going to be minimized. And so he could have waited around for a contender, but now it's a bet on himself, one-year, $2 million deal, see if that hip's healthy, 
and on a team that was pretty solid last year. If he can be a good citizen, good leader now as a, a veteran mentor, perhaps to some of these guys, then you, you get back into the good graces and either the Nuggets or somebody else comes over the top with a better offer the following year. You're never getting back to max money at this point, but certainly you've got a prove-it situation because people want to see how much you can take with that hip, right? You saw 27 minutes a night was about what he averaged between his time in Cleveland and, and Los Angeles a year ago. If he can do that in their 27 quality minutes, right, not back ends of blowouts, and that he can cover up for some of the defensive shortcomings with that instant offense, then perhaps you can get back to where your career's on track a bit. But there's a lot of prove-it having to go on here after that injury. You know, and that that's the stunning part to me for this. Again, we're talking about the breaking news. Isaiah Thomas, one year, $2 million to the Denver Nuggets. Is that if you're in that type of situation, you're in a prove-it situation, which he is in, how many teams would line up to give him, I don't know, five, seven million dollars for one year? You're going to come off the bench. You're going to be our instant offense guy because that's where we think you're at right now defensively. We have to worry about it. That would intrigue many teams because no matter what kind of offense you run, your sixth man off the bench ostensibly is a guy to come in and give you offense. And it's not like mm-hmm. Isaiah Thomas's game is lacking offensively in any ass. He can get to the hoop. He can hit threes get to the free throw line. It's not like there's anything he can't fit in. When you're a six-man, you're coming in, you're trying to generate offense. There should be no shortage of teams. 20 teams should say, hey, let's kick the tires on Isaiah Thomas. I mean, you go right down the row. The Knicks should kick the tires on Isaiah Thomas. The Nets should kick the tires on him. The Sixers should kick the tires on him. The Raptors could do it. They have that great bench coming off. But there was nobody. There was nobody. And you're one year, $2 million with the Denver Nuggets, I mean, th- this tells you that the status and the opinion of Isaiah Thomas, where you think it's at, it's even worse around the league. That no, no other team was able to come up in, uh, with an offer of one year, five million for Isaiah. I mean, really, think about it. One year for that—that's a veteran's exception, and nobody wanted that for Isaiah Thomas. I mean, that's a, that's a huge telling thing because, uh, you know, on the surface, yeah, absolutely, he's a guy I would love to come in and play. You're you're gonna be sick. You're gonna play twenty some odd minutes a game. I'm looking for you to score fifteen or twenty a game. Just do your thing and get in and 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 let's see how and and maybe you hit it big and maybe now he's finally healthy and now suddenly hey he's becoming such a huge member of our team and now he's scoring twenty five a game and he's playing more minutes and if you don't hit it with him then you move on. You can even wave him mid season if you wanted to. Well, that's the curiosity here though, right? Denver with the pace they played this past year, they were sixth in the league in scoring at 110 points per game. Be interesting to see how many quality minutes and how many nights off he'll need and where that hip really is as you go forward, right? Because again, we saw him last year and and it's well chronicled. We don't need to keep harping on defense. But for a guy that scored as he did the last couple of years in Boston. There's just that element of if we can get him on the cheap and he checks out medically, now you got a guy who's not Lou Williams. Oh, I knew you were going to get Lou Williams. Got to get Lou Williams. You're either going to get Lou Williams or Jackal in, and I'm glad it was Lou Williams this time. Can Dupree hit the three? I don't know. Because if he could shoot from the outside, then maybe he got a shot. But when we look at this, you have – an offense where he's going to he's going to be tested and his ability 
to play back to back nights and and see where he is physically, you're gonna have you're gonna know by the end of October, a couple of weeks into the season, exactly what you've got. Twitter at how about a fresca, Mike at Swollen Dome, the Jason Smith Show with Mike Harmon again, Isaiah Thomas. How far he has fallen, losing over a hundred million dollars in net worth, Whew. one year. $2 million with the Nuggets. And that oh, sounds way, like a purge of a Twitter account. Speaking of, we're on the purge Twitter coming up later on this hour. But just real quick, yeah. uh, speaking of people listening to the show and taking our ideas, uh, tomorrow's Friday the 13th. Yeah, buddy. Hey, there's a big Friday the 13th marathon hey, on go one figure. of the TV stations. We've said that for how many times? Friday the 13th. Put a Friday the 13th marathon on. Finally, now I think IFC is doing it. When are we going to get to start it? programming stuff? I don't know. I mean, because people are taking the ideas. I gotta, when, when are we getting our own iHeart channel? I, I, I want to be a consultant. That's like the greatest gig ever. I mean, I could just have ideas Oh, like I got this stories about consultants, but you know what? They usually end up with me getting non-FCC compliant. At Bed 365 we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. See for yourself when you sign up today and get $150 in bonus bets when you bet just $5. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Bet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. Terms and conditions apply. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Carol G. Juan Gabriel. Christina Aguilera. What do these three have in common? You mean apart from impeccable style, chart-topping canciones, and drama? Facts, yes, all of the above are correct, but most importantly, they're some of the biggest Latin icons in the world. And they're just a few of the game-changing Latin stars we're covering in Becoming an Icon Season 2. Listen to Becoming an Icon on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. The Nikki Glaser Podcast. Her roast of Tom Brady stole the show. Now she's talking about it on the latest episode of the Nikki Glaser Podcast. I said, tell Tom Brady that I'm the Tom Brady of roasting. Lots of people roasted the goat, but only Nikki is still being talked about. Every time I refresh my DMs, it's 14 blue check marks of people I didn't even know who knew me are writing like paragraphs to me. Hear that in all episodes of the Nikki Glaser Podcast on America's number one podcast network, iHeart. Open your free iHeart app and search the Nikki Glaser Podcast. To start listening. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals, Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.